Good morning, good evening, good night. What's up, podcast hood? I don't want to say podcast world or podcast land. You just love the hood. Yes, Can't I got a hood. Yeah, he keep the perp by the pound. No, 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 that's your pound. <laughs> oh no, I mean we don't have no pounds. We're just, <laughs> <laughs> we're just excited. I like that song. I used to dip to it back in the day, and I used you to fuck hard to it. I did, but. Welcome back. This is now episode two. Last episode, we talked about how we met each other. She was feeling your boy. She was feeling your boy. I guess. And now we're going to talk about just being teenage parents. This episode is entitled. Here comes the cub. Here comes the cub. You have now entered the jungle with me, Keish. And your boy, Cab. Look, listen, we are far from expertise. But we got a lot of experience under our belt. So we are here to give you some of what we have experienced through our marriage. Our parenting, our businesses, our ministry. Everything that our hands has been in, is currently in, and will be in. So look, stop what you're doing all that. Tap in. Look, tap all the way in. Because it's about to get wild, y'all. So, here we go. Now we didn't, we didn't met each other. Now I didn't ran after you. And all of these different things. and I guess it was my turn to run after you. Nah, you didn't run after me. Let's let's stay facts. Now, we're at the point now where you get to... Clap the cheese. Yeah, it gets to that point. So, it's uh, September 27th. I don't know. That's my birthday. I don't know Shout what out. year it is. It's a Libra. I don't know what year it is, but... Um, I thought that that would be a great birthday present. It was. I don't think so, because your show ain't treated like it was one. But We go through things. Yeah, that was I the was birthday strong. gift um, I gave of myself to my husband before I was married. Uh, something that I didn't want to do before. Like, you know, beforehand, I always was like, I thought I was married. For real, I thought that I was going to like... God was gonna come down and ask me to have the next baby. <laughs> oh, That's what I really, I really wanted to be that, but I saw that it wasn't happening. Hey, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It was extra, but I'm just being That's honest. So extra. It was. I'm being honest, but that's how close I thought I was to God. And then it got to the point where all of that running, like all of that running behind you and trying to figure out, I just felt like it was okay. It was time. I was a a sophomore in college. Um, and I had waited a very long time, so I just felt like, you know. It was like we was married. What, what better, it wasn't. <laughs> what better way to show this dude that I love him? Then let me clap them cheeks. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so we did it. And can I tell y'all, we did it. My first time doing it. I ain't see dude the whole next day. I'll hear from him <laughs> 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 the whole next day, like. I'm like, what is going on? I just on? went outside. Like, I, didn't... I mean, it was your birthday. You never was inside. So it was your birthday. It was, And I wasn't going to the club with you on your birthday. So, you never went to the club with me. Right. Yeah. You're right. But, I mean, now. We don't go to the club now, but I would. I'll go to the club with you and I'll twerk on you. Oh, my. <laughs> but anyway, so. Hanks. I mean, I remember being at college. Um. And walking the campus and a, a young guy came up to me and was like, I think I saw your boyfriend fighting in the club last night. That wasn't me. It was you. Oh. You know it was you. 
Nah, dude. So what was your reason for not talking to me all day? The day after I broke my virginity, I gave you the present that I wasn't supposed to give to no one but my husband. Luckily, you my husband. I'm blessed to call you my husband. Thank you. Thank you. But hey, I'm saying I, I just was out. Like I didn't, I know what I was doing. You don't remember what happened to you? Yeah, I got stabbed. Okay, you got stabbed. I got stabbed that night in the club. Had to get stitches and stuff. So wasn't ready to go home and say, hey, I was in the club fighting with another chick's old man. That ain't even going to sound right. Right. So just stood out the whole next day till it was time to go inside that night. And she was like, what happened to you? Yeah, you know, like, where you been? But for me, it was a, long, a learning lesson, like a huge learning lesson that when we have goals and we have standards, that we should stick to them um, and don't break them. Because when we break them, we could get our hearts broken. Because, <laughs> well, I don't think my heart was broken, but it's, it was like, what is going on? I was so, I was so shocked. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I was so shocked. I had a half a pinky. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on Right So again I just had to Cater to The guy with the Big open wound Were now stitches In his hand It was something to always Give me back Thank It was you. something to always Give that, me back That was mm-hmm. But uh, so I it remember was God, It was God's grace Yeah He just kept I got you my child <laughs> Put me back in the door <laughs> But I uh, I remember telling myself that after this point, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. And it didn't matter if I wasn't doing it anymore because I got sick. <laughs> I got sick. And I remember um, my mama saying, girl, is you pregnant? And I was like, no, no way. And in my mind, I'm thinking... Oh, it was only it one once. time. Like, it was only one time, but... It was God's grace. Here goes some wisdom for you out there. It only takes one, one time, time to get pregnant. And I remember me and my best friend we was at my great-grandmother's house, and she was like, dog, let's just go. Let's just go to the, the doctor. And y'all, here we go again. Go to the doctor with my best friend. Me and my best friend go to the doctor. I'm not gonna lie, that's the person who I wanted to go with. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't no, don't don't get on the call yet. I don't get on the call yet. Pause. Okay, pause. Yeah, um, but that's who I I did. I wanted to go with her. I didn't I wasn't looking for you to go to the hospital with me. But once I found out, I was looking for you to answer the phone. You I did. No, you didn't. I did. You didn't answer forever and you said something happened. And then finally you call back. I can remember it was hours late. It was like, but you got to remember, you ain't wake up to like two o'clock in the evening because you was always in the club. Okay. And so two o'clock in the evening, he called my phone. He like, what's up? I'm like, what's up? Like, I've been calling you since eight, nine this morning. And I was like, I'm pregnant. And what was your response? Congratulations. (laughs) I was so mad. I was so happy. I told everybody I knew. Wow. Like, immediately, like, congratulations. Talk to you later. I ain't mean to talk to you later, but. Yeah, he hung up. He called. Oh, Kevin was a mess. He was I a talk, mess. But everybody knew. That was a little Kev, uh, a little Kevina on the Never way. Never a Kevina. It was close. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
so now we pregnant. So at the first time we pregnant, um, I think that the pregnancy was real smooth. I really wasn't like stressed out. True. Um, I was real. I mean, I got hit with some more wisdom though. Baby, come, got to put that work in. Got to go to, got to get a job. Got to do what's best for the family. Yeah, when you have a child, things change. You can't be block hugging. Yeah, or not just that. You just can't. Oh Party. yeah, that's your thing. <laughs> Can't just be out all night. Yeah. Well, I don't think that stopped for you. It did. I had to get a job. So I had somewhere to be at night. Oh, that's true too. So my job was a night job. Took away my nightlife. That's true. And for me, I think um, I learned when I got pregnant. And it was something that my doctor told me too. He was like, I'm letting you know now that. Dr. Bacchus was a hater. Why would you call that man? (laughs) (laughs) He was not. He's one of the greatest. Shots out to him. He's one of the greatest (laughs) doctors in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, All the old heads recommend him. I'll recommend him. He just kept it real. He was so real. He He was so about the baby daddy. No, (laughs) no, he just was. He was honest. And so he told. He said to me, um, from my first visit, he was like, "I'm letting you know now. He may be the only guy that you're sleeping with." But he, you're definitely not the only girl that he's sleeping with. What was he thinking? <laughs> and but even though he said that, I think he tell it to a lot of his clients, and I don't what think is he thinking? Uh, patients, and I don't think that you take it. You don't take it. You, you hear it, it, and you just be like, "Oh well, that's what you know." He's a doctor. Who is he? But he was really good because he, like, he taught a lot. He gave a lot. That he gave he a lot of wisdom. wisdom. So, ladies, when you do. Have a baby. Find a doctor that's going to give you wisdom, that's going to look out for you in the best interest of your baby. Um, And so he told me that, and what he told me was true. It turned out to be true. I'm just saying. I ain't throwing no shit. It just turned out to be true. And it if I would have took heed, I probably wouldn't have ended up in a lot of the situations that I ended up in. Uh, That's neither here nor there. But. So now we're at the point where we're pregnant and um, Kevin got to step up. Like, he got to man up. But also for me, I felt like I don't want to be a statistic. I don't want to be just a baby mama. Um, And now I got to drop out of college because, like I told you, I was in my sophomore year of college. But I also was lazy. You didn't have to drop out. Yeah, I was lazy. Yeah, I was so – I was so – I wanted to, I don't, because I don't even think that I was embarrassed to be seen with a big belly. Hey, it you was what was it was. You got yeah. the, you was catered to. I was, I was, I was small, right? You was riding, catered to a little Kevin. By everybody, like grandma's on each side, mama, daddy, even though my daddy, oh, he ain't say one word to me during my whole pregnancy. He still catered to me. He made sure I had transportation. Huh? And fruit all day. Yeah, he he looked out. He looked out. The first thing that I heard him say was in the delivery room when he bought that big fruit uh thing in, yeah. and and my little cousin tried to touch it. He was like, "Don't touch, Don't touch that. that. That belongs to Nakisha." <laughs> so that right then and now, I knew he loved me all along. But I think he was just kind of disappointed in the fact that I was I mm. had did that, you know. And a lot of us, I think, we get disappointed in ourselves. He do have three girls though. He so. do. It's hard and. Uh, recently though, um, if we can get into this, I um I was trying to dig into forgiveness. Like, you know, uh trying to figure out if I struggled 
with forgiveness because I never really felt like I held anything against you. Like I was able to, hey, you did that. We get over it and we move past it. I didn't hold on to it. But there are a lot of things that still block me these days in our marriage and some things that I struggle with. And so I went to like digging, like digging. And I did notice that my forgiveness issue wasn't with you. It wasn't that I didn't forgive you because I forgave you. I never forgave myself for the choices that I made. And you keep hitting on, it was a choice. Choice. It was a choice that you made. And if I could say anything to anyone of, you know, just to encourage them, even though we make choices and we deal with the consequences of our choices, it'll work out better if we forgive ourselves, if we acknowledge the fact that we made that decision. You know, when we laid together, that was a choice that I made. So me getting pregnant, even though it was something that I didn't want for myself, even though it was something that I wanted to do with my husband. So, so you got pregnant with little Kevin. Mm-hmm. Were you upset about it or what did it? It hurt. I think it. You wasn't ready. Neither one of us was ready. Neither, neither one of us was ready. I think that the thing was, it wasn't supposed to be neither. till I was married. Right. I just had this picture painted in my head that I thought you wasn't going to ever break your virginity until you got married and, and the fact that I did it and then it was like I did it and and let me tell you it was so quick like <laughs> <laughs> it was just I was so excited it was just so quick was, so I swear I got pregnant yeah that's crazy so it, I mean just, when she was like I'm ready I dropped everything I should have been thinking drop everything I'd have been probably got it but I mean you still got it and you got a blessing it. out of it. You yep. still getting it. Look how far we done came. <laughs> but um, I think that the thing was just disappointing everybody. Like I said, my daddy didn't say anything to me. I remember telling my mama and she had just had a serious surgery and she tried to get up out the bed so fast so that I wouldn't see her cry. And I remember my great grandmother telling her, like, if this the worst thing that she did, this the best thing that she did. My great grandma was real good on keeping our family together and encouraging us and letting us know. And I like, you know, Tank Man and Weasel, soon as they came through the door, what you got to tell us? And I'm like, I'm pregnant. Like, it was the hardest thing for me to say, but they both was like, that's it. You serious? You call us for this? (laughs) Like, you know, like it's. Like we thought you been having sex, nah. right? They, they did. <laughs> they no, did. like literally, my I remember my aunt had told them give me a pregnancy test two months before I had even had sex because you was so wild. People I was, would I think. was, I was bad. I was. I was. That's why I thought. Yeah. So there you go. Going. Here's some more. Never judge a book by its, by cover. its cover because I just, I'm just a lit person. Like, like as long I just, she danced off. It was just like. Can't wait, and I could dance. I used yeah. to, I used to like to dance. She was nothing, none of that. Yeah, she just liked to dance. Yeah, I did. I like to have a good time, but I also had values. I also had standards, and that's it right there. So, with your question, I just feel like I let down my standards, and I just gave in, you know. But like I said later on, like this year, it was just this year where I was just like, man, I gotta forgive myself because I haven't forgiven myself for giving myself away before and then dropping out of school. But again, I now have a master's degree. Right. I have a master's degree at this point. So even though I dropped out then, it didn't stop me from finishing. And he's a teenager now. 
And my teenager was able to see me. Well, he was able he to see me and yeah. understood that, hey, mommy got mommy a bachelor's. Mama's got, mommy got a master's and she kept going. But not only that, I think that he got to see you support me in that because it was a lot of times where you stepped up and you had to take care of them, like especially during the master's. Like, well, Saturdays, we know Saturdays is <sighs> off limits. Close the door. I'm cooking. 12 to 12. 12, like, if yeah, that's 12, 12 midnight to 12 midnight. Like, it was like I was pushing to do these things. So when we do set goals, if we do fail, if we do do things that, you know, we're not proud of or we hard on ourselves about, we still can accomplish it. We still got breath in our body. There's still purpose for us to live. So, uh, yeah. And then finally, here he comes. Like, those, those nine months went by. I was, I, like he said, I was... All right, and she didn't I, even miss me. No, I stayed underneath my grandmother. I stayed underneath her. She took care of me, and then when it was time for me to have little Kevin, I went to my great grandmother, and then she took care of me and she protected she didn't even me. Let me in. No, she didn't let people in. I she, had a time. Yeah, if you got, if you're not here from uh, and it wasn't like nine being in the morning mean, to four in the me. evening. Yeah, y'all not gonna see like, yeah. Nikisha and this baby. You gonna but, come and. Nice hours of the day. You're not going to come late hours. No, you're going to respect my house. Respect the house. And you're going to respect this baby. We ain't letting no germs in over this baby head. So she, she was, she was real good. May she rest in peace as well. But I, um, I even think about us knowing we got to know that when we lay with people that we're taking on parts of them. And if they're laying with people, you're taking on parts of those people's because a lot of people I never knew that until you told me that right thing. a lot of times I was feeling all of these different emotions and things like that and I'm like what is going on I'm gonna just say it was every lady that you were sleeping with. I was thinking on these people these people emotions no but it's real y'all spirits are real they transfer and they um and they they're real it, it happens so I think about um at the point where it was time for me to go into labor y'all I'm just giving y'all a little insight on how much a growth my man has made because I was going into labor. And let me tell y'all, I wasn't going into labor because my water had broke. It was planned out. It was knowing that at five o'clock in the morning, you are going into labor. We are breaking your water and you are going into labor. So five o'clock in the morning, y'all think Kevin was anywhere in sight? I had to go to work. I was sleeping. Oh, I was asleep. No, you didn't go I to was, work that this night. This was one night I could see. I was inside, sleep. I was inside, sleep. I woke up, the phone was on the floor. Yeah, that's what you told me, the phone. That's the first thing you said, the phone was on the it's floor. It's 2021, the story ain't changed. Baby, come on, man, free me. Free you? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm not holding on to it. I just was like, I wanted them to see how much it grew that you had me. So even though he came to the hospital, I was like, I don't want him in the room with me. I don't want him in the room with me. I want my mama here with me. She been here through this whole process with me. And y'all, my mama was the same in high school that she was when I had little Kevin that she is now. <laughs> All right, you got a man. This that child, uh this that child baby. He gonna be in here with you. He going to walk you through it. And then we fought so much because Dr. Bacchus was so stern. He was like only one person in the room. But we kept going back and forth. I kept saying my mama. She kept saying Kevin and Dr. Bacchus was like, everybody, shut up. 
y'all both could say I just don't want to hear y'all. I don't want to hear nothing. And then along came the cub, my little lion, my heart. The cold head. Yeah. And the label was pretty easy. Um, it was me. quick for you. Yeah, it was easy, for I think. You shot that boy out. Yeah, I did. But I'm thankful for him today. And that was our first kid in our life begin to change, I think. Um, for me, I was like, okay, now I have a kid that needs to be small. So you can't be small no more. Like, it's no more. And I can't lie, you, you stepped up. Like, it was like you were working and those checks was coming to me. Like, you wasn't That's holding cool. back. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't holding back. You was looking, like, you was taking care of your responsibility, even though we was we wasn't under the same roof, even though your life kept you know kept going, my life kept going. Financially, you did what you needed to do because that's what you were taught to do. That's what you were told to do. Right. So you did that, and I think that if you was taught and told to do much more, probably would have did it. You'd have probably because you was very like obedient to and receptive to someone telling you. Hey, this is... This the right way you should do it. You should do this like this. And you did it. So, shout out to Kevin because even though he was who he was, he did his part. Like, you did your part when it came down to little Kevin. Now, me, I was the one who was like, no, you can't take him here. You can't take him now. You can't, no. So, it, that, that's oh, why... Didn't crawl on the floor. No. Lil' Kevin, I was so overprotective with him, but that's why... Um, Lil Kevin really wasn't with you. It wasn't because you was like, I'm not trying to be around. It was a lot of me trying to protect him from outside. Outside. It was. <laughs> that was it. Outside. Yeah, it was. But hey, we did that. And I think as we had him and we moved along. So at around 10 months, I broke up with Kevin. Um, About three days. No, it was a minute. Yeah. It was a minute when we broke. Lil Kevin was 10 months and what happened was. His birthday. No, no. He was about 10 months and you, we went to one of your friend's funeral. And uh, no, yeah. before the funeral, this yeah. is what got Kevin back in the door. One of his friends was killed in front of him. Yeah. And that was like, like what just happened? Like this, Everything happened in one day. It did. We broke up that day and got back that day. No, we didn't get back together that day. It was like we weren't together at all. But I had pulled up on you. That's what happened. I pulled up on you for some reason, and that's when I talked to your friend. But yeah. we weren't together. We were we were able to talk and hold conversations with each other, but we weren't together. And uh, Right, right. That's true. Yeah, and so then that night, you come banging on the door. And when he banged on the door, y'all, it was blood and brain everywhere. And it just shocked me. It just shocked me because I'm like, it could have easily been you. Yeah. And my baby would have been without a father. And I can't lie to y'all. I was prepared for that. That's crazy. I've like never really expressed that to you. But I've always had me a pair of shoes for his funeral. Wow. But it was because it was happening so. That was. It was like. It was happening so much oh, around eight, you. 2011 was just a lot. Yeah, it was like every friend. That's why, again, when you turned 30, it was like, 
I made it. <laughs> like, you know, I made it. It was like we were going to funerals back to back. And so that when that happened and I just saw in his eyes, his your eyes were like on fire. Like they were so red and you couldn't say anything. And then every now and then the tears would just roll from your eyes. And then you were like, you know, can you come to the hospital with me? And it was like, how could I close my door to him at that moment? Like, how could I not let him back in? And then we wind up going to the funeral together. And I have to face my reality, the reason why we broke up. Um, I had to face that reality that weekend. And um, and we just, so at 10 months, we got back, well, because the kid was 10 months. We got back together when he was 10 months. And um. And then we just kept trying to figure out life, like trying to figure it out and trying to escape the the murders and the lifestyle that New Orleans. we was trying to escape the jungle, <laughs> was trying to get out of the jungle. But we were all over the place. Like we went from Houston by your mom and then we would come back to New Orleans by your aunt. Oh. Then we would do this and do that. And then one time we flew back in. Uh, from Houston to New Orleans, the day that we flew back in. <laughs> that was a shootout. A shootout. And in that shootout, I just knew that you were involved. I just knew that you were involved. And then you gave me a call and you was like, hey, don't get in such and such car. And I'm like, I knew it. Like, I knew it with everything in me. I could hear the gunshots. Like, I heard it. Like, it just was so, it was so close to home. It was crazy. And, uh... And so after it wasn't that, intended for me though. No, it wasn't. It's great. We had just flew into town. We had just got there. We had just got there, and all of this stuff popped off. And so, um, I remember my uncle, that same uncle I've been talking about this whole time. He told me the same thing. He said the same thing. Kevin said he was like, "Stay out of this particular car." And even with him saying stay out of it, I was very obedient. Um, but we went. We went to take a trip. We went to, to a water park or something. Me and my friend who I met Kevin with, we went to take a trip to a, a water park and we were in separate cars. And we pulled up by Kevin Grandma. And I was like, man, it's just around the corner. If we just get in the car and go around the corner, we'll be okay. So I switched cars and I got in that car that... Two minutes. That they said, don't get in. And when we got in that car in two minutes, I get out with my baby. I think at this point, Kevin is probably one. Yeah, he had to be at least He had one. to be one years old. I get out of the car with my baby, and as we get out of the car, I look in the man's face. Like, I look in his face. And when I look in his face, you can see in his face, he's like, Damn. Yeah, like, what are you doing? You are not supposed to be in this Wait, car. Yeah. And at that moment, something I thought back on is, you know, obedience is better than sacrifice. That's something that my mama said to me all the time, like, you got to be obedient because you could be sacrificing not only your life. You could be sacrificing now at this point a kid's life. And so I get out and he, I get, I give it to the guy. Shouts out to him too because he waited till I was fully I out of the way. And when I got out of the way, the shots just rung off again. So this is like the second shooting <laughs> since we've been home. Like, And in the shots week. start ringing and I'm like, what to do? And the driver's like, get in the car, get in the car. And my husband, but my boyfriend at the time, is trying to get out of the car to get the attention of the guy who's shooting. And like fire, like fire is ringing. And I, with my 
self that don't know what to do, come back. I come back. I go back to the fire. I go back to the car to get in, and now we pulling off, and now it's a high speed chase, and shots are being fired. So many people' lives were jeopardized that day at this point, and I think at that point I was like, "This is not the life." Like what? This is not how my mama raised me. This is not the things that I saw myself doing. This is not the things that I saw myself. You was ready to go. Being a part of it. I so, was ready to stay. And, and he was ready to ride. And <laughs> I was ready to get my life together. And I can remember, like, we went to the police station. They they kept Kevin. Uh, because, of course, at that time, there were people who were saying that it had something to do with him and all of these things. So they kept the guys that were in the car and they allowed me and the other young lady to leave and go back home. But now I have time to think. And so as I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm. do I want to be that person that's just sitting on my grandmother's sofa? She's taking care of, everybody's taking care of me and my baby. And I have so much that I know I want to do. I have so much that's on the inside of me to do. And I gave it all up to come back and live like this. I was like, no, y'all, listen. Lil' Kevin had a dental appointment the next day. <laughs> and at this point, we're supposed to be in protective custody. Like, we're being, we we got a hotel. We getting a bank card, like little uh, gift, cards. gift cards to feed us and pay for gas and do all of these things. But we are supposed to be in protective custody. And I'm going to just be real with y'all. I was like, first of all, this is not protective custody because every day we're driving where we want to go. Where we're we want to go. We're doing what we want to do. I was like, this is nonsense. So I'm going to say it was a God idea. I started stacking the gift cards. I started stacking the gift cards that they were giving me in protective custody. And one day, little Kevin had a dental appointment. And I told Big Kevin that day, I was like, look, I don't know what you're going to do. I was like, but... I'm about to pack this truck after I leave this dental appointment and I'm driving to Florida. I'm not telling nobody. I told you and that's it. And he was like, I don't want to be in no Florida, but I'm not about to let you drive with my kid all these hours because that was a 12 hour, 12 hour ride. 12 hour ride. And we caught a flat. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think soon as we got into Florida, like we made it to like Tallahassee. And soon as we got to like Tallahassee or Tampa, it was one of them T's. The tire went out. And the the person who like came AAA or whatever, they wouldn't take the gift cards. So I had to make that call and okay. I had to call my daddy <laughs> and my, I was like, daddy, I got a flat. And he was like, where you at? Yeah, because he was planning on coming to help me out. And I'm like, Florida, <laughs> what you doing in Florida? And this and that, he paid the people though to fix my flat. And about eight hours later, I was to my destination and... About six hours after that, Kevin was on a flight back to New Orleans. Back to New Orleans, baby. <laughs> he was like, nah. Back to the jungle. Yeah, he was like, nah, I'm not ready for all of this. And what, maybe two weeks? Yeah. Like, y'all, I'm telling y'all, I said to myself, like, it's time for me to get my life together. I got to get my life together and make sure that my child can live better than, like, what I was giving him at the moment what we were giving him because mm -hmm. it was me and you what we were giving him i would never put that all on you or put it all on myself because it was both you know decisions and choices that we both made and i can remember uh you calling like two weeks later and was like 
yo, uh, I'm ready to come. I was like, ready to come? Well, he was like coming out there. And I, you remember like Kevin recently was like, uh, she ain't want to let you come? <laughs> what you say? She had to pay for it. <laughs> she had to pay for the flight. Yeah. And so two weeks later, he was in Florida with me. And I think that's where our lives like. Began to shift. And it got. Better. Yes. I say better. Yes. And so before we left, because during my pregnancy, I remember you giving me a ring. Yeah. You giving me a ring and you saying that, you know, you want to be with me for the rest of your life. And I was like, dude, you're not ready for that. Like, you're not ready for that. I'm going to take your ring, but I ain't taking your word. <laughs> like, I'm going to take your ring, but I ain't taking your word. That's why I wasn't a proposal at first. It was just like a promise ring. This. Yeah, because this is what I want to do. And finally, when we got to Florida, like we both working. Done the family thing. We are, we but like family. after that ten month point two, when that ten point that that point at ten months when I broke up with you, I also made a vow to God that I wasn't having sex till I was married. No more clapping, no more clapping. I was like, I'm not having sex till I'm married because every time I indulge in sin, there is a consequence that I am not prepared or it's not for me. Like those those things that I'm reaping, I. Well, it was, I guess, because but because I did it. But I just felt like it didn't line up with the lifestyle that I should have had. And so it was like, uh-uh, at this 10-month mark. So from 10 months, so we lived in Florida for two years together with no sex. Kudos to me. I don't know, because I can't say that you... I wanted to ask you that the other day, but I'm going to just leave it. I ain't oh. do nothing but... I'm saying with work, someone else. I'm, I, I don't know. Work in your auntie house. In yeah. the games. Yeah. My life was very occupied out there. Yeah. Kevin gained a lot of weight. Fat boy. He gained a lot of weight. It was our first time having our own place together where, like, you know, we were we were working together and um, we were both in, in the school district. Mm -hmm. Kevin was working at one school. I was working at another school. And then it finally got to the point where um, he came into the principal's office at my school and... Um, he asked me to marry him and uh <laughs> i was probably about to get in trouble that day because i was gonna write on myself yeah i was gonna write on myself came with intentions to tell okay <laughs> yeah but I, kevin I only came, did it because it is <laughs> kevin came behind the from behind the door and he um proposed with a nice ring a nice ring for our age and for where we were at but i think that we learned like if we can give anything to you in this episode, we learned that when you have a kid, why well, make sure what you learn first? Because I think I talk a lot. You I, always talk a I lot. I know. So give, you give me something. I say from the whole experience I received, like, hey, keep grinding, man. Keep, like, you got a baby. Like, once you had that child, like, it ain't about you no more. Like, you got to put your pride to the side. Do what's right for that baby. And if you want that woman, look. Keep pushing. Keep grinding for her. Don't tell her where you might end up at. She might fall deeply in love when she see a different side of you. Yeah, and that's crazy that you say that because I was about to say that um, what I learned is that growth could happen because in Florida, I saw a whole nother side of Kevin. Now, everything ain't changed. <laughs> but I do have to, like, just 
honor the fact that I did see so much of change. And if we could be honest, we would be doing so good in Florida. And then when will we do bad? Soon as we visit home. Soon as we visit the jungle, it would be like we come back and we mad again. People we scratching. mad again. Yeah, it was it was awful. But whole twelve hours back. Whole twelve Quiet. hours back, not talking to each other. But it was it was truly a um. And, and the thing is, it's so crazy. We moved, and then right after we moved, y'all, my uncle, who y'all hear about a lot, him and his uh <laughs> his uh wife and their daughter, and my uncle and his daughter. Like it, it was like we started a whole family. My cousin mm-hmm. and her family, and it, we started like a whole family out there, and now. We got a little jungle in right there. in Florida. So Our own little zoo. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. And I think that we learned how to we learn more of each other. And that's something that you never want to stop doing. You wanna learn more about each other every every day. Um just now I found out that Kevin wasn't raised like this was like a few days ago that Kevin wasn't <laughs> raised the way that I thought he was like, you know, I thought that he was just a child who could run free, who could roam free and no. do what it is that he wanted to do. Kevin had a curfew. Kevin had to be inside. Right. And I just found that out a few days ago. But you I always changed till I was 17. I say 15 or 16. Oh, see, I was wrong again. Yeah, I say about 15, 16. Because it's. My mom and them became like open, friendly with like my older cousins, so they let me hang with them, mm. and I go out with him, and they yeah. think I'm inside or something, but I was actually sneaking out. Yeah, <laughs> and for me, um, I just thought he was buck wild doing what he want to do when he want to do it, how he want to do it. But nope. I learned we we learn each other, and you want to learn each other more and more. Something else that I think we learned a lot of in Florida was discipline. That's what discipline probably was instilled in us because neither one of us had, because even when you started working with Lil Kevin, if you didn't want to go to work, you ain't go to work. Like, if I, well, I wasn't working at all anyway. <laughs> but when I got to Florida, it was like, if I want to have a place to stay, we all gotta I got to work. So we learned to go to work. It, hey, we getting up at six. We Kevin was going to nursery. Like, and we was paying for nursery every week. So we learned a lot of skills that teenagers, well, at this at this point, we like in our 20s now. But God is good. He's grateful. <laughs> I mean, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I know he's great. But I'm grateful um, for everything that we have been through. So this concludes episode two. Just a wild little jungle. Still got some more for you. It's our jungle. It's our jungle. And I love it. So, again, we are so grateful to be here. We want you guys to not only tap in, but start DMing us, ask questions. Um, How they DM you? What did they DM you at? In the jungle on uh, Instagram. We don't have a Facebook yet. We got Instagram. And then uh, the you email. can email us. The email is also in the in the link on Instagram. In the jungle K and K at gmail.com. So look, highlight us, man. We're trying to get some feedback from y'all. We're trying to see, look, how could we help? How could we help you? 
And if we doing, uh, if we doing right, you know, like is this something that's interesting? You might have to, y'all? to help us. So yeah. look, holler at us. We want to hear from you. Thank you for being in the jungle with us. Till next time. With Kevin Keish. I thought you was going to go. We in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs>